Would you like to work closer to home, save money on gas, and be rewarded for your hard work and attendance? Then Belicio Foods is looking for you. That's right, Belicio Foods is now hiring for multiple positions and shifts with great employee benefits, an on-site health clinic, competitive wages, and advancement opportunities. Belicio Foods is a company that truly values their employees. Apply online at BelicioFoods.com slash careers. At Vinton County National Bank, we believe in supporting the areas where we live and work. Now, we'd like to honor those who also serve our communities. Our new Community Champions account is especially for first responders, veterans, active military, and anyone employed in the fields of healthcare or education. This account offers rewards, discounts, and other benefits to those who give so much to others. Vinton County National Bank, rewarding those who serve. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show right here on Main Street TV, where we are here with a beautiful new guest from Holzer. And we always love to have our friends from Holzer here to talk about this, that, and the other, because when we do, we are always talking about helping people. And we love that. And our friends from Holzer um, are, are just wonderful, wonderful people. So Welcome to the program. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Dr. Mary Sperry. I'm a pediatrician here at Holzer. I just recently started. I'm originally from the area, from Rio Grande, Ohio. Yeah. I've been practicing out of state and I just came back. You did? Okay. So how long have you been um, been doing this doctor thing? <laughs> at the beginning of COVID. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> You picked a crazy time. Yeah, to come into the workforce. It was a wild one for sure. Yeah, for sure. So where were you working um, out of state? California. And you came back to Ohio? Yes, I missed it. Ah, Well, you have a lot of family here, so it's certainly uh, something to come back to. And if a lot of people recognize the name Danielle Mary... Sperry. That is so funny. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? That's Did you a, look for that's a, guy? a product of COVID as well? So my dad is Michael Mary and I married Michael Sperry. I about lost my mind when I heard his name. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's yeah. so good. Yeah. But it's a product of COVID because I couldn't get it. It was right in March 2020 trying to get my medical license. I, I couldn't change my name at that time. So yeah, I had to just submit it. So the way Mary Sperry you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I love it. But uh, if, if you all recognize the last name, Mary, of course, um, someone that we've all known and is near near and dear to our heart um, in the radio world, Tina Mary, yeah. is your mama. Yes. yes. Very cool. See how it all comes back around. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So tell her we said hey. Absolutely. <laughs> so, okay. So you are a pediatrician. Welcome back to the area. We're so glad to have you here. I'm so glad to be back. And good. And Michael Sperry as well. <laughs> Absolutely. He's a physical therapist. <laughs> <laughs> he got a job at Holzer as well. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. Just keep it all within the family. All right. So um, tell us, how, how did you get into being wanting to be a pediatrician? Is it something you always wanted to do? Or Yeah. At my kindergarten graduation, I announced I wanted to be a doctor and I kind of stuck with it. Oh, you're so fortunate. I still don't know what I want to do with my life. <laughs> No, that is awesome. Like what? How did it just come out of nowhere or there's no doctors in the family. I'm not sure where it came from, to be honest, but I just feel like I really like helping people. That's awesome. Well, you are a, you're a big sister. And so maybe that's where it came in. Absolutely. Yeah. I had pretend hospitals when I was a kid and my sisters had to come to it. <laughs> No. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Fix them all up, duct tape and yeah. whatnot. I would draw the x-rays. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I'm not sure where the fascination came from, but. Hey, <laughs> listen, you followed your dream and here you are today. So yeah. that is fantastic. Mm -hmm. All right. So um, you are a pediatrician. Can we talk a little bit about, I think a little bit, sometimes people get confused about where like the OBGYNs stops and the pediatrician's starts. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So um, at Holzer, uh, all the pediatricians do see um, your infant, 
your newborn baby in the nursery. Yeah. So, so this- you just start as soon as that baby's born. Uh, yeah. Hour one, we're there. That's so fun. Yeah. Very cool. And so um, you get called in. So baby born, you get called in to check the baby out. Yes. Yeah. And then you hopefully will, will you can see them for many, many years to come. Yes. All right. Very good. So are you accepting new patients? Absolutely. Okay. And what, um, which of the Holzer um, facilities are you seeing patients? Um, I'm in Galplus, Jackson, Megs, and eventually Point. You're everywhere. Yeah, but Athens. <laughs> okay. Wow. That's like a lot. <laughs> you never know whether you're coming or going, I guess. Yeah. Which day is it? Where do I need to go today? <laughs> well, very, very good. Okay. So let's talk for a minute about, um, you know, I know that, you know, baby is born, pediatrician gets called in. And then, then what happens, you know, because I know a lot of times, um, Parents are like, oh, I have no idea. I have, like, my niece, for example, was telling me she's like, I had this baby, and then they just sent me home with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I was like panicked because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm responsible now for this human life that I'm not sure exactly what I'm supposed to do with. Um, so, can you kind of tell us about the steps of of what happens after baby born? Yeah. So the pediatrician that's on call that day will be seeing your baby in the nursery, um, and then we actually <laughs> schedule visits very quickly. So within days you're coming to the clinic to be seen okay with the baby yes I assume (laughs) (laughs) please bring the baby (laughs) and um so you start with care just like right off the bat yes okay very good Mm -hmm. and then so what are the steps like when when a baby is born I know a lot of times you'll see them quite a bit up up front. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, as time goes on, the visits become a little more spread apart. Absolutely. So we like to uh, catch things early. So we're seeing your infant, you know, um, multiple times the first month after that, it does spread out. (laughs) I promise. Yeah. So we get to really know each other in the early stages. Yeah. Um, but it does spread out a little bit after that. So what are the things that happen, um, you know, at those initial visits? Mostly we're monitoring growth feeding, um, and the overall, uh, exam of the infant. Okay. So just making sure there's no like heart issues or, mm-hmm. you know, anything like that, that, mm-hmm. or baby's not eating. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I think that, would it be fair to say that if any of, uh, you know, baby not eating as well as you'd hoped or whatever, that's not necessarily, you know, something catastrophic. That's something, that's why you want to see said baby so that you can help, um, help that along. Uh, yeah. Cause, uh, there's really only three jobs of an infant, eat, sleep, and poop, so we can help with all three of those. If there's any issues with any of those things, <laughs> man, wouldn't that be nice? That's all you had to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> if that was your only job. <laughs> right? No, I get so envious. I see people, you know, out with their with their babies, and these babies look so, they're all like, you know, swaddled and have all these soft things, and I'm like, I wish I could wear that and someone would carry me around <laughs> yeah, or push me around in a stroller and I could just have soft things wrapped around me. Yeah. We have baby wear device so you can carry your baby. Yeah. Uh, we need one for an adult too. I think so. <laughs> yeah. I have this corgi puppy and I told my husband that we needed to get one for all of the carrier around like, you know, like a baby. <laughs> yes. She's our, she's our only child. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no. Okay. So, those initial visits, we want to make sure babies eat, sleep, poop. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then we get into the dreaded shots, correct, and, yes. and all that. So about when, you know, what what's the, the kind of the cycle of that? Yeah, they get their first vaccine hopefully right in the newborn nursery. Oh. And then the first set of shots on an outpatient basis are two, four, six months. You get a break at nine, and then we start again at one. Okay, and what would those be? Um, so they're combination shots. Um, so it's quite a few to list, <laughs> but, gotcha. they're very, but they're very important. Yeah. So preventing pneumonia, um, uh, homophilus influenza, all of those are super important. Are there any new vaccines that, that babies um, can get? Like, for example, I know, you know, growing up when I did a few years ago, we say a few years ago now, that way we don't feel so old. Um <laughs> 
But like chicken pox was not like everyone. You just got chicken pox. Absolutely. And basically you just threw your child in front of the chicken pox just to get it over with, yeah. I feel like, because it was going to happen one way or the other. So mm-hmm. but now there's a chicken pox vaccine. Yeah. So what are some of the are there newer ones that are out there that some parents might not even know exist? Yeah, there's been some really exciting news in the pediatric world. We have not had a new vaccine in a long, long time. Um, this is the very first year we're going to have a RSV vaccine. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And could you explain a little bit what RSV is? And you hear about it um, only if your friends or, or parents or your child has had it yeah, <laughs> and it's not good. <laughs> yeah. So RSV uh, is an infection of the small airways of the lungs. So, um, uh, you know, you and I, if we caught RSV, we would probably be okay. But for smaller children, they're much more at risk for needing um, oxygen therapy, which would require a hospitalization. Right. And nobody wants their baby in the hospital. Right. That's yeah. just not good. Yeah. So this new vaccine um, is rolling out just in a week. Um, it's been pretty well studied. We've actually had a RSV vaccine for many years. It's just it costs up to $50,000. So it was reserved for NICU children only who uh, oh. met, met requirements. So we've been giving it for a while, but this is the very first time it's just the one poke and it's for all babies. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, wow, that is exciting yeah. because RSV, I mean, it's a scary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the kids, they get very sick. And, you know, nobody wants to see their little baby on oxygen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's something that Holzer will be offering. So we're super excited. Okay. And then, um, all right. that No, that is very exciting. Yeah. And so there there are different. So all the time you guys are working on different, um, different things to help our babies along the way. That's so good. Um, okay. So we definitely need to, you know, you have said baby and... It's seen in the hospital right away. But then do you get to choose then like um, who your child sees? Absolutely. Um, so as long as the, the person you desire to schedule with um, has an open panel, meaning they're accepting new patients. Like um, you? W- like me. Okay. <laughs> then you can absolutely pick whoever you'd like to see. Um, we just have a rotating pediatrician through the nursery. But if you if there's someone else that you would like to see, you can schedule with whoever. Okay, and why would you not want to schedule with this lovely lady? <laughs> so, so do you sweet. have you? So you said when you were young, you always wanted to be a doctor. But when did the pediatrician part come in? You know, that's a great question. I actually did some of my training at Holzer, okay, <laughs> medical school, um, and I fell in love with the peds department. So it's a full circle moment to be back. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would say. And, you know, you go through medical school or you go through all the college stuff and medical school, but then you, you pick this, you have to pick this either specialty or, mm-hmm. you know, become a family doctor or whatever it is you decide that you're going to do. So yeah. I feel like the stress would be on and, but you get to, that's cool. Cause you get to try a little bit of everything and then decide mm-hmm. what you, mm-hmm. what you want. And obviously those babies were important to you. Absolutely. I feel like the pediatric department, you know, they, they're just rock stars there. They yeah. just really inspired me. So I went full force towards pediatrics. Love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and who doesn't love little babies, right? <laughs> <It's fun. laughs> it is fun. <laughs> <laughs> that is, no, that is wonderful. Um, okay, so you get established with, say, Dr. Mary Sperry. So cute. Love that. Some of the Love kiddos, it. they say Dr. May we spill? May we spill? And my heart melts every time. I would say, say it again. Dr. May we spill? May Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Um, so get established with you. And then, um, so then you will continue to see that child. Um, you know, after the baby stage, so say, you know, you said there's definitely some vaccinations mm-hmm. several times during mm-hmm. the first year of that child's life. Mm-hmm. And then um, do you see them more often after age one or is it kind of just a yearly check if if everything's working, if we're eat, sleeping and pooping good <laughs> <laughs> and developing and, and then developing, I'm worried about development yeah. too. And growing. <laughs> and growing. <laughs> um, 
So uh, how many times then do you see the child? How, do, how does that work? So we'll see him a, a couple of times between one and two. Okay. After two, as long as things are going well, we're going to see you on an annual basis. Okay. So just once a year. Mm -hmm. And we hope that that's no offense, like right, like you you love these babies, but you I don't like, I, I don't want to see them. Like that means something's probably not going well. Yes, so, yes. yeah. I was like, I uh, I love seeing you, but I hate to see you at the same time. Yeah, sometimes, exactly. I'm know? sorry that I'm having to yeah, see you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I'm having to see you. Yes, absolutely. So you know. As we talked about RSV, which there is this new vaccine, so you need to ask your pediatrician yeah, about that yeah, because um, is it too late? Like, do, can they only be given that as a baby or can can children? It's just the babies. Just the babies. Mm -hmm. So if you um, so you need to ask about that, though. But if your child's a little bit older, it may be too late for that. Yeah. So okay. it's approved um, it, your first RSV season. So between November and up to April. Okay. Um. But for now, you know, that's where we're at. So it's like if whenever, however old you are to go through that season, it's okay. the first season. So whatever. Yeah. So any babies that are born from now through the future, yeah, get this vaccine. Absolutely. Okay. Very, very cool. So um, RSV is one, of course, flu. We have COVID still. Mm -hmm. I mean, that is still a thing mm -hmm. as much as we hate to say it. Yes. <laughs> it is. We'd all like to forget about it, but. It's here to stay. <laughs> it is. It's here to stay, but um, hopefully more manageable than than at, at the first. Um, so what do people need to be doing to, number one, help, you know, prevent this from happening? But how do they know when it's bad enough to come see you? Or, you know, I think a lot of people are like, well, I don't I'd rather not take my child to the doctor because there's sick people there or whatever mm. like what do you what would you say to that so um with kiddos they can get sicker faster yes um so it's better that we're catching it a little bit early if they're really not well not improving at home with supportive measures it's just safer to go ahead and bring them into the pediatrician and the beautiful thing at Holzer too is we have a pediatric staff urgent care and walk-ins at all the main branches so it's pretty, awesome. yeah, it's pretty easy to be able to get a same day uh, visit. Yeah. And I think, see, this is why holes are so cool because, you know, it is, it's your, your hometown people taking care of your, your own. And I think that's <laughs> number one, that's really cool. But you also staff this. So like, if you're going to the urgent care, say here in Jackson, there's going to be a pediatric uh, person there to see your child. Yeah. Right? So during um, regular business hours, mm -hmm. we can see you in our own clinic. Okay. It's just after hours okay. that um, we'll be able to see you in the urgent care setting when our clinic is closed. That's very cool. So even if you can't necessarily see your regular pediatrician, there will be somebody there for you. Absolutely. We're always there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so rest assured that Holzer is going to be your first choice and then you can choose your own doctor along the way. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. So if you have a positive experience with one pediatrician, you can keep seeing them. Yeah, very cool. All right. So let's talk about different um, other vaccines. We talked about RSV. Now with babies and children, I know nothing about this because I don't have any. What um, are flu vaccines a thing for kids? Are COVID vaccines a thing for kids? What what are the kind of the standards now for that? Yeah, so we're offering um, now uh, the seasonal flu shot, which is super important for kiddos because they're going to be more at risk for complications from the flu, just like you would think with the elderly. Yes. Um, the flu shot can be given as young as six months old. Okay. Yeah. The first time we get it, we get two doses a month apart. Um and then after that, you just get it on a regular uh, annual basis. Okay. Yeah. And then what about the COVID? So the COVID, it, it's a little different this year. So <laughs> shocker, <laughs> we're kind of moving into like a seasonal COVID vaccine. So no kind matter like a flu, yeah, it's just like the, it's going to be our new, like uh, offered flu shot kind of thing. So um, it really doesn't matter what doses of what vaccine you got before, whether you're boosted or not it's pretty much just a seasonal covid shot okay because covid's just ever changing correct <laughs> exactly so this will cover this year's strain okay and we would you know assume that 
if you've chosen to be vaccinated, you've already been vaccinated by now. <laughs> and then this, so this is just kind of boosting you every year, just like the flu exactly. Shot. So it's just going to be part of our normal routine from here on out. Okay. And then, so the kids can get that at what age? So it, it depends on a few things, but it's okay. approved pretty young as well. Okay. Yeah. So again, this is why you ask Dr. Mary Sperry about this because (laughs) you say, when does baby get um, these different vaccines? Yeah. And especially seasonal ones. I can see where that would get really confusing Mm -hmm. for parents. Yeah. So um, we have really knowledgeable staff. So if you call in, as long as you've had a well child um, in the last year, you can actually just call and schedule your flu COVID or RSV vaccine without being seen by the doctor. Oh, okay. So you can just come in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and I know We're, the kids are just so excited yeah, about that. <laughs> so we call it a nurse-only visit. So uh, we try not to create any barriers to you getting your preventative shots. So as long as you've been seen then, um, by one of the providers recently, okay. um, then you can... Uh, Go ahead and schedule that on your own. Surprise, kids. It's a (laughs) lovely day. So how do the um, vaccines, do they affect the kids? Do they make them feel a little icky or anything like that? Yeah, any vaccine, there's going to be side effects. Um, To be honest with the kiddos, the vaccines that they're getting, it's small doses, more frequent uh, to mitigate some of those symptoms. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to so spread little bits at a time yes. so they're not like overwhelmed. So you wouldn't believe the first year there's really only, I think if I counted up right, it would be only like five different vaccines or five different vaccines. Um, it's just that we're giving multiple doses of that same vaccine over and over and over. Oh, okay. I did not realize <laughs> yeah. that. Okay. So just yeah. little bits at a time yeah. so as to not overwhelm them. Absolutely. And Okay. See, you learn something new every day. I didn't know that. Yeah. I promise we're not giving 70 different vaccines. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the diseases we have out there. <laughs> That's funny. So are there any um are there any kind of, you know, like illnesses that are popping up that that are more abnormal for for kids that, you know, maybe haven't been in the past? Um, or are they, is all kind of the same, the RSV and the flu and the, all that? Absolutely. We're seeing cases of pretty much all of those right now. Um, COVID did something special where we used to have seasonality to most of our viral illnesses, meaning like there were certain times of year we would expect it more. Sure. Um, just with co- after, um, you know, quarantining for so long, it, it seems like those uh, divisions have been blurred. So it's not uncommon to see RSV now in the summer where you wouldn't have expected it. Really? So we have to keep our differential a little wide um, no matter what time of year. Okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, stupid COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've blamed COVID 15 times during the... No, I blame it, it for well, my name. <laughs> 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 it's all COVID's fault. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's funny. Um, but no, it it, it is um, just something that we're all going to have to deal with for the rest of our lives. Surprise, um, <laughs> you know, global pandemic. Mm-hmm. I lived a whole lot of years on this earth and never thought that it was going that would happen. But mm-hmm. no. here we are. <laughs> um, okay, so how do you know? I guess this is always kind of, especially with COVID. This started making people think. How do you know when it's time to go to the doctor versus, well, my child just has a sniffle or, you know, it's just probably a cold and they're not going to do anything about it anyway other than treat symptoms or whatever. So mm-hmm. how do you know when it's time to, to you know, make that call or to come in? Yeah. So the younger you are, the more at risk you are for more complication, okay. right? Yeah. So it's if they're pretty young, like infant age, um, they're not doing the three jobs they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> We've mentioned those already. <laughs> so if they're not having good wet diapers, not feeding well, difficulty breaking fever would be concerning. If okay. you're using um, medication to bring down the fever, it won't stay down. All of those are signs something might be a little bit up, uh, you okay. know, and I would recommend getting evaluated a little bit sooner. Say it's your teenager and they just have a little bit of those sniffles, right? Yeah, but they're, right. they're able to go on about their daily life. That's okay. And then you always want to be a little bit cautious when they have underlying issues like asthma. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking to myself the other day, like, I don't know if you, you know, know you're not an asthma specialist, but what what is asthma exactly? How does that work? It's where you're uh, the 
muscles that line your airway uh-huh. are a little bit reactive. So most of the time they're supposed to be nice and open. So we're breathing. They're called our bronchioles. And for whatever reason, there's different triggers. It spasms. So it literally, so you feel like you can't get your air in and you have trouble getting air out. Okay. And asthma, I mean, can it be fatal? Yeah. So that's one thing that, um, I actually, Holzer is actually doing uh, a project with Nationwide so that we can get better control of our kiddos with asthma. Yeah. Um, and that's something that they rolled out earlier this year. Um, so our goal is to help get asthma better controlled because we know that asthma um, poses significant risk to the child. Um, so they're For more sure. likely to need ER visits, hospital visits, extra medications because okay. um, they get sicker when they when um, they are under the weather. Okay, <laughs> right. Um, and we know there's a mortality risk with asthma. It's one of the more leading causes of uh, mortality in kiddos. So that's why we're trying to be more aggressive with managing asthma. Well, good for you all for participating <laughs> in that. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine anything more scary for a child than to just be like, I can't breathe. Like, Oh, for sure. And knowing there's probably, it's probably will go away at some point, like, you know, but it's in that moment, it would be terrifying. Oh, for sure. For sure. So we try not to get to that point. Yeah, exactly. Like you <laughs> so try we're to- focusing on prevention um, is like a big part okay. of, uh, of the project. Is there um, in the project, like, are, are there studies as to what, um, kind of triggers asthma or is it hereditary or does anybody really know? Um, so we know that there's some type of genetic component. So if a parent has asthma, the child's more likely to have asthma. Okay. Um, and then if they do have asthma, there's some common triggers for them. So uh, changes in weather, which we see a lot here. <laughs> Move out of Ohio. <laughs> I say bring your snow boots and your shorts. Yeah, right. <laughs> All on the same day sometimes. <laughs> uh, um, smoke exposure is another uh, common reason. Okay. Uh, viral illness or like a cold is a, a okay. common trigger. Some kiddos exercise is their trigger. So exercise can cause that spasm as well. See, you wouldn't think you'd think exercise would be good, right? That you're, <laughs> know, you know, right? doing all the right things for I your know, body. I know. So we want them to exercise that's good for their bodies. So we try to get their breathing a little bit better so they can do that. What are some common treatments for asthma for, for the little ones? Yeah. So um, most of the time we're able to use inhalers that have specific medicine. Uh, in them, but there's also a nebulizer for the really little kiddos who can't coordinate. A oh, yeah, that might be a little hard. <laughs> Trying to explain to a three-year-old how yeah, to right. take an inhaler. It's a little bit more challenging. So um, we have ways to be able to administer the medicine so that they can get some relief. Gotcha. That sounds very, very good. But I know, I don't know why I've just seen several commercials about that lately. And I've been thinking to myself about it and how scary it must be for parents and kids, um, to, to see that happening. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So. Well, but Holzer's on it because you're <laughs> participating in this with, with, um, yeah. nationwide. So that's great. Um, okay. So if you, if your kid's feeling a little under the weather, um, babies, probably smart just to get them to, to the doctor or at least call. Do you guys still do the tele, telehealth visits? Yes, absolutely. We still have the telehealth options. That might be good for, yeah. for the little ones. Yeah. So you don't have to pack them all up and yeah. take them there. And, and if you say, oh, I think you might want to come in. Cool. Absolutely. Our group is pretty good about, um, you know, being able to field questions from home as well. So we would say, oh, maybe watch for another day or do these X, Y, and Z, uh, or we'll maybe advise to come into the hospital, even without an appointment. Okay. Very good. And, um, how does one get that set up? Uh, so you can, um, actually schedule appointments online now. So that's one option at holster.org. Cool. Yeah. Um, or you can call directly, uh, I think it's 855-4-HOLZER. Yep. Four, the four. Number four, Holzer, 855-4-HOLZER. Yeah. And just say, um, you know, I'm, I live here in Jackson or I live in Athens or I live, um, you know, in Gallipolis or near that area mm -hmm. and tell them where you're close to because it would be nice if you convenient if you could go to your closest facility. Mm -hmm. So very, very good. Okay. So if somebody wants to schedule um, their child in to see Dr. Danielle Mary Sperry, how do they, how do they go about doing that? 
So that same you can, way, same way, you can call the number the eight five five four Holzer yep. or schedule online. Um, other option is to call directly to the the hospital branch that you're wanting to go to, and okay. they and they can help you get to who you need to. Okay, and uh, say I want to get established with her because she's precious. <laughs> that's very sweet of you to <laughs> say. <laughs> no, I think that's really cool, and um, I'm just very envious of of um the fact that you knew what you wanted to do in kindergarten i i i, I it's very unique everyone i don't think most people do that yeah no i don't think so especially when we don't know exactly what we want to do still at you know let's just say 40 something yeah yeah we, a few years ago <laughs> We, we no. go through cycles in life for sure. Yes, we do. We do. Well, very good. So before I let you get out of here for the day, um, what is your, I was asked the same question. So what is your favorite thing about working at Holzer? Um, my favorite thing is my coworkers. They're amazing humans. They inspire me every day um, to be a, a better doctor. Very good. Mm. Awesome. And you get to see babies. <laughs> I get to see babies. <laughs> Uh, I mean, who doesn't love the babies, right? My voice goes a little higher when it's someone <laughs> under one. <laughs> the teenagers, oh, I bring it down so a little cute. bit. <laughs> little baby. Uh, yes. yeah. so that's how I talk to the corgi, too. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I'm a dog mom as well. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's my baby. Yeah. Mm. We're all just crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, no, welcome back to the area. We're so happy to have you here and uh, best of luck in your career. And if you have anything coming up uh, or you'd like to come back and visit with us, please let us know. We'd oh, love to absolutely. have you. Absolutely. Thank you so much for the invite. Yes, of course. Anytime. So give Danielle Mary Sperry a call and she'll be happy to see your kiddos. There you go. All right. Well, next up on the program, our good friend John Boy is here in the house. And he is going to be talking about, well, the 60s and remembering them. Can you remember the 60s, John? Barely. Barely. I figured he'd say something <laughs> like that. All right. Well, if Dylan, uh, you'll pull up that weather here. We'll get our guests changed out. And then we'll be back with our good friend, John Boy. All right. Thank you. All right. So here is your weather forecast for today. It is looking absolutely. Thank you, little Marla. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll put little Marla on here the next time he comes in. Um, <laughs> um, but no, today is looking absolutely lovely. Um, absolutely. On your Friday the 13th, what are we doing for Friday the 13th? Are we going to, you know, play tricks on each other or something? Stay home. Stay home. <laughs> wrap yourself in bubble wrap. Uh, but no, it's going to be beautiful today. Highs of 77, lows of 58. For tomorrow on Saturday, 100% chance of rain. So here's the great deal about that. It's Saturday. There's football on all day. So you know what? Hunker down, make yourself a pot of chili, and grab yourself your favorite beverage and, and just chill out, watch some, some fun football all day long tomorrow because there is that 100% chance of rain. Temperature's still not too bad, highs of 69 on Sunday. About a 40% chance of rain, cooler temperatures with highs in the upper 50s, and it does look like uh, that kind of through Tuesday, and then temperatures uh, popping back up into the mid-60s by Wednesday and that rain will move out. But yeah, there's some nasty rain moving across the the country and I don't think we're going to get the total brunt of it, but we are going to be the recipients of some of it. So there you go. Oh, whoopee. Whoopee! <laughs> no, really, we could use some rain. But what makes me sad about that this time of the year is the leaves are starting to all come out on the trees and if we get a heavy rain, then uh, they there all... There they go. <laughs> I know, they're gone. Like, no! <laughs> So here's a weird thing, and I, I don't remember my biology days. Dylan, do you remember your biology days? Yeah. 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 So I didn't like them. I have a the most beautiful um, tree out by my barn. And when we bought our land, it was, you know, big. But now it's huge. Big. I mean, that thing comes down like big tree fall hard. Like, it's going to be bad. But anyway... Typically, every year, that tree turns a very, very vibrant, like, yellowish-orange. And this year, the leaves are bright red. And I'm wondering, I assume that's weather-related, but I don't know. Dylan, do you know why? No. 
<laughs> Will it go from red to orange? I don't know. We're going to see. Hopefully okay. they don't fall off between okay. now and then. But yes, it's coming up this like blazing red color. Like, super cool. I'll take a picture. Only we can show it. parts of biology just stuck with me. Like there's some things I, I just forgot immediately. Like dissecting a frog. I'm going to forget about that. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> I remember, uh, yeah, you know, parts of the flower and the pistol. And I'm actually kind of right. curious, though. We had the same government teacher. Did you have Mr. Barrage? No. Oh, man. I had cool. Mrs. Richards for biology and I loved her. She's awesome. She was fun. But uh, anyway, we digress. That's okay. <clears throat> but John Boy is here, and we are going to talk not about leaves and or uh, dissecting frogs. We are going to talk about something more important than that. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> if, <laughs> so I can, if I can talk. Yeah, so you've been a little under the weather. Yeah, you know, I, there was a doctor here. You could have said. I know. <laughs> I could have. Yeah. If I'd known that in the hallway, I'd have done something yeah, you know like, sort of rolling on the floor yeah and, but uh she just said you're not a child i'm out i know what happens here is that i don't know if you remember but when i was in broadcasting every year twice a year yes. spring and fall i would get strep throat yes clockwork and my throat would be a little itchy scratchy uh -huh. And then all of a sudden, full-blown strep throat in a matter of hours. Here, here, here it was. <clears throat> right. So I asked to be on the radio, and I was supposed to be here Monday, if you should yes. remember. And uh, <clears throat> Sunday night, so the old <laughs> radio days. <clears throat> so, And it was my usual, but... It's going to be a while before I can talk. So sorry. But I make I feel a lot better. I'm, I'm good. Good. Well, you not talking well is way better than most of us talking <laughs> well. well. <laughs> I don't know about that. <clears throat> Let's just say it hurts. <clears throat> no, it doesn't hurt. But uh, anyway, and we were talking about it when we we're talking with Matt. And I can remember, and so could your dad, that uh, when you were sick, there was nobody to call. Back in the early days of radio, you know, you could call who yeah. I had nobody. I was signing on. There was nobody awake or alive when I got up. <laughs> there was nobody to call to say, I uh, 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 can't come in. So you went in yeah. sick or no. I can remember doing that many a time. Well, that's where my my dad's old adage, you can be sick at work or sick at, at home. home. What does it matter? <laughs> so you would do the, you know, 25 degrees, you know, on WKOV, turn off the mic and lay your head down. <laughs> and let the song play and put your head back up and do the next thing. So, <clears throat> because you're the only one in there, so it's not like you're breathing on anybody. And I can remember, honestly, I can remember I would sign on at 6 o'clock, and I would have strep throat, and I would be doing this. And I would say the first thing when I was out at 6 a.m., you know, good morning, everybody, blah, blah. And the phone would ring, and every time it would be Dr. Hambrick. <laughs> and he, I would pick up and say, KOV. He'd say, John, come after you get off the air, come in my back door and I'll take care of you. And <laughs> he knew. He, he knew. So after I'd get off the air, I'd go in and crawl in the back door and he would tend to me. So it's <laughs> you can't say that about too many communities. That no, you, can you this. cannot say that. So it, he was great. So he helped me out. But yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, no kidding aside, like kidding aside, but it you know, there weren't urgent cares and no. things like that. You had no. the family doctor, you had the Dr. Grievers and the, your doctor right. and all of that. And they ran their own kind of thing, but you didn't have, you know, all the niceties that we have today. Right. That's yeah. true. So anyway, you went we in, you it. got the shot in the butt and they sent you on your way. <laughs> true story. <laughs> Just drop the drop the pants okay <laughs> bend over i got gotcha. you uh, but anyway uh i wanted to come in and remind everybody that tickets are now on sale whoop whoop yep they've been on sale for a while but i haven't been able to come in uh, uh you can get your tickets for our remembering the 60s concert yes and uh so once again uh the tickets this year are 20 dollars and the best way to get your tickets, honestly, Jennifer, is just to go online 
Yep. At marquettickets.org. That's exactly right. And get your tickets. Uh, you can buy them at the box office. The box office is open Tuesday, I think, through Saturday. I believe so. And uh, you can like get your tickets. Noon to five or yeah, noon like to that. five. Yeah. Get the tickets there or go online. But uh, this is an event we've been doing for many years now. And one of the stories that I tell is that how this all got started is that, of course, we'll talk about Paul Pollard. Paul Pollard has been doing Rock for Tots. This is the 39th year. Well, how when Paul's only 29? I know. He, <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't look a day over 20, does no, he? No, I'm going to tell you, though, Paul's one of those guys that I've met him, shall we say, a few years ago. Right. And he looks exactly the same I know. as... When I met him a few years ago. It makes me mad. Yeah, I know. I know. So uh, he's he is truly Peter Pan he, in he disguise. Is. Yes. He doesn't get any older. No. But uh, he's been doing this for 39 years. He's been helping. Wow. Uh, you know, local charities for a long, long time. Yes. And this started out, if, and he'll, if you talk to him, this started out, he raised some, there was a need. He put together some toys and he delivered them. Okay. And then it got every year got bigger and bigger and bigger. And now it's tens of thousands of dollars. Well, he also had in the spring what was called Sugar Shack. Okay. And it was for 60s music. And they did this at the Shoemaker Center at Ohio University, Chillicothe. Yes. And it was a big event. And he would always, he knew I played music. And he would always invite me to get the band back together and come. And I would always tell him, no. <laughs> So um, <clears throat> what happened was, is that through some circumstances, at my 50th class reunion, okay, uh, I graduated in 66. Okay. My 50th reunion, we uh, got the band together and we got Larry Martin. Uh, there was, uh, this is the original Apollos, Larry Martin, myself, John Jones. We could not find Joe Click, who was the other guitar player. <laughs> So uh, Bart set in, and we, That's right. we did about five songs, four songs, just a little bit. He, so at the class reunion? At the, at the alumni. At the alumni, okay. At the banquet, alumni yeah. banquet. Just for fun. Just for fun. Yeah. And Paul found out about it. Oh, no. You told on yourself. <laughs> so for the next several years, we would go and do his Sugar Shack. Gotcha. Um, but the Sugar Shack, they stopped that because the volunteers were becoming like fine wine. They yes. Were, they were getting old, and they just and it was a huge event. Uh, so they decided that they couldn't pull it off anymore, and so um, uh, I sort of felt that we needed to help out some way uh, because Paul was still funneling money you know, to our charities here. Right. Because Paul kind of founded, um, backing up a little bit, this rock for tots thing where right. he was raising all of this money and then giving it, you know, to, to kids in need in our, our area, in like our area a too, huge area. Right. So what we did is I talked to Paul about it and he's, he's helped us with it. And, uh, we do the Remembering 60s concert, and the money we raise goes to Rock for Tots, and it comes back. Like last year, we raised about $4,500. Wow. And uh, more than $4,500 came back to to Jackson County. Correct. And also, um, uh, we also feature the Sonic Rhythm Academy. That's right. Which is Bart, Bart Weisman Foundation. Yep. And uh, they will be our special guests. They'll open up the show again this year. That is so and, great. Uh, and they, of course, benefit from this as well. Yeah. But uh, Rock for Tots has been doing this for, uh, as we said, Paul, for 39 years. He's actually contributing to 35 different agencies. He gives away two scholarships. And there is also uh, some other foundation that he has put together. But all the money he raises and every penny that we raise on this goes directly to um, our toys and to help the kids. For Yeah, and especially around the Christmas right. time when, uh -huh. you know, there are many, many children out there that, that aren't going to receive anything otherwise. 
And so he's been doing this. Of course, Paul and I have been friends for years. Yeah. And uh, he does not back away from it. He's, he's. I don't know how he. There's not enough hours in the day to do what you guys do between you and him both. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does much more than I do, uh, but he's got um, uh, he's got his hands full because they'll be doing uh, Rock for Tots. I think that's the first Friday in December. Okay. So that will be happening. They'll do that. I think at the Majestic Theater yes. in Chillicothe. Which Paul also <laughs> takes care of. Takes care of, right. <laughs> the recording workshop and yes, other things. and so. other, all the other stuff that he does. But anyway, we're excited about it. Um, these are the, these 60 songs we've been doing for a long time. We should be good at it, but we're not. We, we still <laughs> yes, have to practice. Uh, I, the, the bad part about it is we're getting so old that we... We come back together and says, what song are we going to do? Well, hold on. Let me look. I got it written down here. Oh, yeah. Here's the song. Uh, so, but we have a great time. Yes. And hopefully that's reflected in the audience because it looks to us, we can't see everybody, but it looks like they're having a great time too. Well, and that's the whole thing. And I think that, you know, the true testament is that you guys sell this thing out every year. And, um, you know, that means that people are having fun and enjoying it. Not only, you know, is it a good time, but you're also all your money that you you're buying for tickets, whatever, are going to help kids right. locally here. And, and the, that an, means something. another great benefit is, is that a, the portion of this and the reason we do it at the Marquet is a portion of the ticket sales do go to the Marquet. So we're helping keep the Marquet alive, which is a, just a which fabulous facility. Such a beautiful it is, gym in it our is. downtown. And, uh, and of course, all the money going to uh, there and also to the Choice uh, to Rock for Tots. So um, nobody nobody takes a dime from our group anyway, or anybody. It's just all going to make good things happen. That's right. And then you 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 old geezers have fun along the way. That's right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it's our night out <laughs> once a year. <laughs> uh, so, but it's uh, we we hope everybody supports it that. And if you haven't been there before and you kind of like 60s music or you like to see old guys sweat, you know, <laughs> up on stage, uh, please, you know, buy a ticket. At, uh, the easiest way, again, is just go online yep. and buy them at uh, markatickets.org. That's right. And you can purchase them and make sure that uh, you don't miss out because, again, this is pretty much a, a sellout show every year. Um you know, and and Bart was so gracious to um, <laughs> fill in for the guy you couldn't find <laughs> over the years. And you and I have laughed about this on the show numerous times when, you know, you've had special guests along the way. And it's some of the kind of the, the younger local artists. And you guys say, well, let's get together and practice. And they say, why? Yeah. And you say... I don't know, because we need to practice. And they say, who needs to practice? Like, <laughs> Well, that was one of the things with Bart is that he didn't need to practice. and uh, But he went along with us. Yes. He, uh, right. he, uh... And, and he was very adamant about it. I mean, Bart could steal the show, but he always just, he said, this is your, your deal, yes. you know, for the 60s. And, but, of course, it was hard to harness his talent. Yes. And he would shine through many, many times. But, <laughs> but, uh, and we truly miss him. And uh, we are so gracious that Ben Davis Jr. Yes. Uh, stepped in. And so we. Uh, Another yeah. amazing local talent. Yeah. yeah. Yes. He's, and a heart of gold. And that was the main thing is that. Yeah. Um, we had talked to other musicians and kind of, well, try to fit it in my schedule, yada, yada. Yeah. And then we talked to Ben Davies' journey. He said, sure, when, where? Right. You know, I'll do it. Because that's what Ben, that's and, how he uh, is. And he's a busy guy. Uh, very. And so, uh, but, and he puts up with practice. So Does he? With a, practicing with the old guys. <clears throat> and I probably shouldn't say this, but it's it's really cool. Um to see how we have aged well, hopefully. <laughs> like fine wine. Right, like fine wine. I remember when we used to practice, and now we practice sitting down. <laughs> Everybody has to have a chair. No. So, 
luckily we don't sit down on stage yet. I mean, that could be, that could happen. <laughs> That's next. That's next. Well, we could just get like a, like that coat tree over there. Yeah. And we could like, just hang just, me. Yeah. Like, like strap it around you. So it just like prop you up. <laughs> so you don't really have to stand. You're just kind of hanging there. Yeah. Yeah, we've been. We're thinking about looking for corporate sponsors like Geritol, <laughs> <laughs> Flomax. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, What's but anyway, is? it's Rockford Tots. We'll be doing the Remembering '60s concert Friday, November seventeenth. That's Marque right. At seven o'clock. You know, right before Thanksgiving, kind of, I always look at this concert as kind of like kicking off the holiday season a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Because I feel like you guys always do this just a little bit right before Thanksgiving. Right. And um, it's just a good way for the community to come together, do good for these kids um, who may or may not have a Christmas otherwise. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's win-win for everyone. It's a good time for you guys. It's a, a really fun concert for the audience. But it's also helping yes, so it much. Is. It is. And if you talk to the gear grinders, if you talk to those at Jaffe or the Wilson Fire Department, you'll hear some stories about uh, when they deliver the toys. And it's yeah. it's sad, but yet it's heartwarming. Like real life Santa Clauses. Uh, yeah, you know, just they'll show up with a Christmas that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So, uh, and you could be part of that just by... Uh, and enjoy yourself at the same time. You got it. I mean, you it's just, it. again, it's win-win for everybody. You got it. So we we hope everyone grabs a ticket, markatickets.org. You got it. And uh, help support. Have some fun. Who doesn't want to have fun? All right, there you Life's go. Life's too hard. <laughs> like, Amen. come on, just have a good time. That's right. Yeah. So, so, so I appreciate you letting me come on and oh, well, heck do yeah. the old guy thing again. Yeah, and then if John messes up, you can point and giggle at him. That's right. <laughs> Believe me, there'll be lots of giggling. <laughs> no. So we have a few minutes left. What else is going on? Uh, let me see. Oh, I probably should mention this, is that the Wilson Ministerial Association. Yes. And I get the dates wrong every time. Uh, we're going to be doing a uh, fall camp services at okay. the Wilson Campgrounds. Okay. Uh, what does that mean? Uh, okay. We're going to be doing worship services for three nights, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. At the Wilson Campgrounds. Now, the campgrounds is just adjacent next to General Mills, and they have, okay. a, they have a tabernacle, They and they have mostly their revivals and their worship services go on during the summer. Why did I not know this was a thing? It is a thing. Okay. And uh, so the, we'll do it Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. Uh, Pastor Jay, Michael Yadonerchek, will preach on Thursday night and have the inter, you know music entertainment. Okay. Then on Friday night, it will be uh, Tim Jones and, uh-huh. and uh, the um, uh, Baptist Church there. And then we fellowship Baptist, free will Baptist. And then uh, the Presbyterians, by the way, we do do revivals. <laughs> Presbyterians will be you sat- wild Presbyterians. Saturday night. And uh, I've invited um, uh, some special music. So we'll have all that going on. And when is that again? Uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Is Let that- me look at my calendar because I've even written it wrong. 19th, 20th, and 21st. Of October? Uh, yeah, or... next week. Oh, so it's next week. Next week, yeah. Okay. So uh, that will be happening in the Wilson Campground, 6 o'clock each evening. And then the camp, the Wilson Campgrounds, the association there, will be having uh, a dinner afterwards. They'll have hot dogs, hamburgers, and really good food. Cool. So you can come for the worship service and then go over and fill up your belly there you go and is there a cost for that no really no now we will take an offering sure and the offering will go to uh, help benefit the wellston food pantry yes and also the campground so okay just to keep it up and running i mean that's not free sure. no it's <laughs> not but it's it's the wellston campgrounds actually i don't want to embarrass you but it's been going on for a long long time (laughs) 
here, listen, my, my idea of camping is the Hyatt. Okay. So, yeah. I know. But, uh, <laughs> and the Wilson Campgrounds is a wonderful tradition. Uh, lots of the area churches uh, uh, support it. Uh, it. They have actually built small cabins and homes okay. all in the campgrounds. And some people live there all summer long. Oh, cool. And they'll, they, that's their summer. They'll come and they'll have revival services and campground services. Fun. They do a bean dinner Labor Day, and and it's um, uh, and it's really nice. It's and when you drive up in there, you feel like you're out in the country because it's set back. Love that off away from everything. So very good, and everybody's welcome. Everybody is welcome. Well, that sounds like a fun time. It is. That's next weekend. Right. So. And don't forget, Misery is this weekend at the Marquet. Right. I don't, there's a sledgehammer involved, I, I hear. Uh-oh. <laughs> My legs are hurting already. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it's going to be wonderful production yeah. as well. And uh, everybody should get out and see that. So so what else have you been into? I mean, you, you like literally are on like 7 million committees. Yeah, so. I know. Well, the, the latest one, of course, was the Ohio Hill Country Festival, yes. which was very successful. I was going to ask you how to, and, and we all survived the cannon. Yeah. The cannon blew and it didn't blow yeah. up. It Dylan actually fired. Has, we have video proof that it, it happened. Okay. And the funny thing is he had his camera and when it like went off, the camera goes. <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> it's pretty funny. It. <laughs> so we had the, that and, of course, the 150th for the city, the yes. 100th anniversary for gem bottling, yes. gem beverages, and, of course, our 50th yes. of celebrations and festivals. So it was uh, it was a wonderful event. Had yeah. great entertainment, um, all kinds of good food and things happening. So in great weather. So, I mean, turned uh, out great. Honestly, our fit or like our Apple Festival, your festival, I mean, you couldn't have asked for better I weather. Know, it was for, great weather. For just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Beautiful fall it has been. So, there, and I assume they're going to get together shortly and start planning for start next year. Start planning next year. For so. next year. So. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, just because that's how long it takes. I don't think people understand that, it's that it's a, a year long process. It's a lot of work. It is. And the, Oh, Hilco Society, I think, is taking on some other celebrations. So Yes. So we'll see what happens. I saw that, like the uh, Christmas treats mm -hmm. and um, also the 4th of July, maybe. Right. And, of course, they do their um, Christmas trees the in the park. So lights in the park. So it's... Which is really cool. And then the, the Lions Club Santa float I and know. all that. So it's fun. great. It's great. And then also probably should mention, I know another thing I'm involved with that okay. I almost forgot about, and that's uh, Thursday the 26th in Wilson will be the Wilson Lions Club Halloween Parade. Really? Yeah, at 6 o'clock. So, so what is that all about? Well, uh, the Lions do this every year, the Lions Club. They all meet down around Pride Park on Railroad Avenue. Okay. And all the kids come. Dressed, dressed you know, all up, dressed all up, Aww. and then what they do is they have the Wilson High School band play, and they march around and they judge them and give them prizes. But, I love that. But the wonderful thing about it is, is that everybody, every kid that comes, uh, we hope they're just they could be adults sneaking in there. I don't know. <laughs> every kid that comes gets a dollar and candy bar. Not a little candy bar. A, like a real candy a bar. A real candy bar. Dylan, how can we sneak in there? I don't so know. He, he and I were just talking about Halloween candy yesterday. We both agreed that um, Kit Kats, uh, or not Kit Kats, Twix are our favorite. Okay. I don't know why I said Kit Kats. Well, we talked about Kit Kats too, but yeah, so maybe we can sneak in there, Dylan. Maybe we can. Will there or will there not be Twixes there? I don't know. We can try to find out for you. If you so, would. John, I just wanted to okay. show you this real quick before we end the show. Oh man, it's not working. That's disappointing. <laughs> oh, oh man, no, it was funny. <laughs> we tried. There she blows. It's I bad. mean, it was. Like, it... 
<laughs> no, that's awesome. Well, no, so thank you for coming in today. Thank you for spending your morning with us. Well, we you're greatly welcome. appreciate it. No problem. And don't forget, remembering the 60s concert um, will be coming up November 17th. Tickets are already on sale at marketicketstore.org. Um, and all of this to benefit our local kiddos at Christmas time. And um, that's the main thing. Right. But have a great time with these old geezers that's up right. on the stage. <laughs> and Ben Davis Jr. too. That's right. <laughs> Who's not an old geezer. No, he's not. <laughs> hey, hey, we did something really fun with Ben yesterday uh, at the brewery. Um, so we'll be kind of announcing that too. Okay, wonderful. So he's kind of collabed with us on something. Oh, fun. wonderful. So we'll be... We'll be announcing that, and uh, it'll be cool. So I bought a Ben Davis Jr. T-shirt, by the way. I have one too. It's one of my favorite T-shirts because yeah. it's super soft. I know. Yeah. I'll wear it next time. We'll. Uh, we should wear our matching Ben Davis Jr. T-shirts. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, have a great weekend, everyone. We thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here on Monday. Bye bye. <laughs> This just in. The Telegram News has a new website. TheTelegramNews.com. Same dedicated coverage. Same trustworthy news with a brand new look. Covering Jackson and Benton County and surrounding areas. Locally owned and operated, TheTelegramNews.com has its finger on the pulse of the community. Stay up to date on local events, high school sports, and breaking news. TheTelegramNews.com. Subscribe today at TheTelegramNews.com. Check it out.